Hey there, Galpa Nation. This is Ramona Rice, and if you haven't listened to my show before, this is not the episode to start with. Go back, listen to Adnan Burke, listen to some of my Dennis Farrell episodes, anything with Tim on it. Don't start with this one. This one is going to be totally different because my life now is completely different. For my regular listeners, um, if you haven't heard the news, um, there's a reason I haven't produced a podcast in a while. On Wednesday, February 24th, my husband James and the inspiration for this podcast died of a brain aneurysm at the age of 37. He leaves behind me and our two children who are seven and nine. And, um, yeah, it just sucks. And, um, you know, with their permission, I wanted to wait and podcast because I needed to make sure I could do it without, you know, bursting into tears every five seconds. And I can't promise I'm not going to, but I, um, I'm inherently a podcaster and a communicator and writer, and you would want me to talk to you guys. Um, so I'm going to read something that I wrote for his um, funeral program and I entitled it the speech I would say if I could I probably could have gotten the courage to say it out loud in front of the hundreds of people that came to his funeral I mean hundreds it was standing room only at the church which was so much support for my my children and I I cannot thank everybody who came enough and I do need to give a special shout out to the podcasting community the organizers of PodFest Tampa I was supposed to speak there um, the day actually I was flying out um, was the day that my husband died thank God I hadn't already flown out um, and I was able to be there I, I that would have been a horrible regret of mine um, they've been so supportive. They've sent gifts and flowers and they completely understood. And blog talk radio has been amazing. Um, when I emailed Jay Soderberg and Amy Domestico, um, Jay's of course the, is pod Vader to you guys. And he's head of content at blog talk radio. He immediately goes, you focus on your family. Don't worry about the podcast. We'll be fine. And he and the guys from next fan out, particularly Tim, you know, my best friend, um, organized flowers, beautiful flowers for the um, funeral and sending the loveliest card and note. And they, you know, gave me a nice shout out on their podcast and several other podcasters, only funny to us. And I mean, Trivial Warfare, I I, I can't even go on the podcast websites community, which I'm part of. Um, I have to give shout outs to Dennis Farrell, who's reached out. Seth Everett has reached out. Adnan Verk reached out. I mean, you name it. Um, The guys who organize podcast movement reached out. Um, so this community of podcasters is amazing and I cannot say thank you enough because it can feel really alone doing a podcast in your closet. And at least I always had my guy out there in the next room watching TV and waiting for me to come out so we could talk about whatever it was I talked about. So, all right, let me read through the speech and then I'm going to wrap it up and tell you guys what to expect from me going forward with Sports Gal Pal as of right now. And, um, yeah, and this is for my husband who I miss very much. It's an odd thing to be married to a man who's literally larger than life. Think about it. People stared all the time because apparently it's abnormal for a six foot seven man to be walking around. Little old ladies would sometimes ask to borrow, ask me to borrow him in the supermarket to reach high things. As a joke for our wedding, we registered for a step stool and laughed when someone pointed it out as an odd thing because, hello, we had a James. Like so many things about James, I took that for granted. And sometimes I was surprised when we would be next to each other in the bathroom brushing our teeth. And I would look up at him and think, Lord, 
he's really big. I took too much for granted when it came to James because he never demanded much. As I am legitimately a crazy person, always bouncing around from project to project, my passion's growing at a rate that would push any normal man out. James was always ever so gently able to find a pocket for himself. I feel bad about that. Guilty because throughout our relationship, it felt like Ramona all the time. But James wasn't comfortable in the limelight. He was happiest in the background because he liked to watch the show, but knew when to drag me back. He was supposed to be the rebound guy. I chuckle thinking that because I had been in what I thought was a serious relationship before him. When I met James, everything just fit. All of my weaknesses were his strengths. We didn't agree on music, but he let me control the radio. He cleaned out the fridge because the smell grossed me out. It was funny, so funny, especially telling stories. But you had to be willing to wait to get to know the real James to see that. The biggest thing he did was let me be my authentic self. And this past year proved that in spades because I spent an enormous amount of time in our walk-in closet podcasting about sports. I realize this sounds like man heaven, a wife who watches more sports center than you. But many times he would have to console me after a loss. He was the driver in all long trips to games. And in the past couple of years, he had to sacrifice watching his favorite teams play because my teams were playing. Some of my favorite memories of him are with our tailgating group on the grounds at the University of Virginia, talking about game planning, what to do to fix the offense. And I moved into basketball where more than once he was screaming at a player to box out, go after rebounds, throw some elbows. Recently, our youngest, Addison, would spend her time on daddy's lap watching butts on bodies because James would always yell, get a butt on a body. I'm going to miss that. The tiny humans are the ones who got the short end of the steel. James was the most amazing daddy. I truly believe that that was his purpose on this earth. AJ and Addie adored their daddy. I couldn't tell you how many times I would wake up and one of them was in the bed and it was always snuggling daddy. He was the parent to take them to school, ensure homework and paperwork was filled out. He was silly, would wrestle them on the ground, and often you would hear happy shouting from all three of them throughout the house. The second half of 2015 was the most difficult in our marriage. James was depressed because of his friend Matt's passing in July, because of work stress, and I'm ashamed to admit it, I didn't support him like I should have. I was so wrapped up in my own stuff, I couldn't see him struggling until it was too late. That is my deepest regret. The ironic thing about looking back is I can see how God was preparing our family for James's death. By choice, we moved into my parents' home, establishing a safe nest for my children and I. James and I got super serious about paying off debt for my education, and we were almost done. He encouraged me to create deeper bonds with my girlfriends, especially Angie Quick, and I'm so grateful for that because she has been my rock throughout this entire experience. Me becoming a podcaster and meeting so many important people all over the world, a few that have become true best friends who have supported me during this time. Getting hired by Rose and Womble, where the staff and the realtors have completely embraced my family, even before this period of grief, especially my marketing department crew and the TR Tuesday girls. Having the children join Scouts attend Cooper Elementary School, and even James spending his last Sunday on earth teaching AJ how to ride a bike. We were creating and building the ark that would shelter us during this flood. Many of you have asked or commented about how strong I seem. I am not. Instead, my faith allows me to not focus on asking why this happened, but instead asking for the strength to travel down this new and unexpected road. While that appears to be strength, it is instead borrowed from both my husband, who has the, who had the endurance to be the most supportive man in my life, but also from my relationship with our Heavenly God. God is a parent. And as a parent, sometimes we have to make choices and decisions that as children we might not never understand. 
He can handle my anger because he loves me enough to handle my anger. I gave all my anger to God because I can't handle it, but I know he can. That's the only reason I'm able to get up and appear like I'm a semi-functional adult. I'm not going to ask any of you not to be sad for my family. I think that's ridiculous. And I'm not going to lie to you. I am terrified that in a couple of weeks, many of you will completely move on with your lives while I feel like I'm stuck. That is normal and the way it is supposed to be. Don't slow down. Eventually, I will catch up. But I'm going to be sad, probably for a long time. There is an empty seat at my table, and it just feels like the largest absence. But none of us should be afraid of feeling sadness because we need sadness to truly experience joy. I would give anything I could to bring James back to all of you, particularly to my children. But I know at this very moment, I find the smallest thread of joy that he is now at peace. And with all of my strength, I'm clinging to it with my fingernails. I'm proud of the life that James and I created, the good and the bad, because it was real and ours. I miss him so much. I'm not sure where to go with this podcast anymore, guys. Originally, when I started this project, I wanted to show wives in particular that sports was more than just a bunch of guys sweating on a field, that it had a whole cultural and physical and psychological aspects to it that were very important to the fans, particularly their husbands that would probably spend lots of time and money and effort watching. I wanted them to understand why this is important to build stronger marriages. The ironic thing is, is that while I was building this sports galpaw thing, my own marriage was actually really crumbling. We were not in a good place in our marriage for a lot of different reasons. And now he's gone. And I'm not certain of my own sports fandom. I watched the Virginia-Louisville game tonight, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Mike Toby's performance particularly, and I kept thinking how ironically, because that was the one player that my husband always yelled at. It makes me think that maybe James entered his body, and um, <laughs> I know this is ridiculous. Go with me with this. I'm a grieving widow. I'm going to use that excuse a lot this next year. Um, but maybe like James's like competitive spirit entered his body and, and Toby kind of figured it out. And can, can we keep this going through the ACC tournament, the NCAA tournament? That'd be great because if Toby plays like he did tonight, we're going to be pretty unstoppable. It was, it was really fun to watch. But the chair next to me is empty. And I have my good moments and my bad moments. Yesterday was hard. I took the kids to see a movie and we went out to dinner. Th- something we've done a zillion times, even without daddy. Sometimes daddy wasn't able to go. But this time was different. And I love how my friend said, it's different doing something by yourself versus doing something alone. And that's the way I feel. It, it, it's just a strange thing because, you know, I, I, on Tuesday the 24th, I had a husband. I, I had a husband on this earth. We had a great, we, we were going out of town. I mean, all these things. And then the very next day, no more husband. It, it, it's just... I'm 35 years old. This is not the way it's supposed to happen. And I can think of a thousand people that that should probably meet their demise before my incredible husband. And 
this just fucking sucks and I'm mad and I'm angry and and I love that my speech says that that I give my anger to God fine I give it but I'm still really pissed and I'm pissed for a lot of reasons because this is the biggest mess I have to clean up and I'm frustrated and I'm so 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 scared because it's all on me now with those kids and okay I'm gonna get it together so Galpa Nation it's going to be a while before I get back to my recording routine for a couple of reasons. One is, is that in order to get the quality guests that I like to bring on, I have to plan those in advance. And sometimes I was able to do like two or three episodes a week or whatever. And, and it was great because I had a husband who was amazing and would take care of the tiny humans. Well, guess what? He's not here anymore. So I got to be there for the kids first. The tiny humans must be my priority. And as much as I love this podcast, I can't keep up the recording schedule I did and, and be effective with that. And the other thing is, is that I need time to heal. I need time to make sure that I can handle some of the bigger interviews that I was starting to line up. I can handle some of the bigger projects. So in the meantime, if you need your sports fix, I highly recommend a couple podcasts for you. Uh, the first being, of course, Cooper and Rupert. It is my most favorite sports podcast. They are great. They're doing some really cool things over there. I love those guys. Definitely check them out. If you need some great NFL coverage, Next Fan Up is always a good one to check out. There's also, if you go to blogtalkradio.com, there is a plethora of great sports content on there that's independent, that is not part of a major national network. Um, you know, support these independent people because it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort to it's not like talking sports at a bar with your buddy in order to prepare for the show it takes me hours because I want to make sure I've got my stats and figures right because there's one thing Jay Soderbergh told me in front of my husband and I won't forget this he said you can have any opinion you want to in sports you just gotta have the facts and the data to back you up and my husband really helped me out with that. He would gather articles. He would point out different things. Um, you know, if I was making a kind of a weird argument, I'd go oh, by it to him first and go, what do you think about this? And sometimes we'd agree, sometimes we wouldn't. But it was great having that sounding board. I don't have that anymore. And I miss him. And I'm really sad. And I don't really want a podcast right now. So this isn't like the end of Sports Gap Pal. I'll do it again because when I told the tiny humans, they were really cute. When I told them, mommy's going to go in the closet and podcast, they both gave me the biggest cheer. They said, go mommy, you can do this. And that gives me comfort to know that the kids are behind me and they know how important this is to me and how much I love doing it. And I know my husband, he would want me to do it. He was so proud of this podcast. He was so proud of me. And especially when I got like a guy like an Adnan Verk, that meant a lot to him, you know, because... It was somebody he knew. It was like, oh my God, my wife's interviewing him. I'm like, I know. I, I couldn't believe it either. So I'm rambling now and um, I'm going to get through it, but I, I have to give some shout outs again. I mentioned some people. Um, I'm, I'm just going to give this piece of advice, actually. I can look back at the last five days of my husband's life. I know that they were pretty fucking perfect. Um... You know, we spent, it was just perfect. I, I can't even describe how awesome it was. It was just an awesome, awesome couple of days. And um, I'm so glad I got that time with him. If you love somebody, tell them. Don't wait until they're lying in a hospital bed. Don't wait until it's too late. Tell them. Because 
I'm sitting in a closet with his things and no husband. And it sucks. And it really sucks. Anyway, that's all for me for now. I'll be on Twitter sporadically. You can hit me up there. It's at SportsGalPal. And um, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening.